On today's podcast, I had Peter Voog on and we talked about his upcoming book, Seven Rules to Seven Figures. And we went in depth about what it's like being an entrepreneur and what a true entrepreneur success looks like between making money, but having balance and family and life, but most importantly, freedom. So we go over those things. We also talk about how Peter adapted during the pandemic. We talked about how he is impacting entrepreneurs all over the country with his Game Changers Academy. You don't wanna miss out. Now, let's jump into the show. Are you looking to grow your real estate investing business? My company, Future Flipper, can help. We've taught hundreds of people all over the country how to flip, wholesale, and buy rental properties. And it doesn't matter where you're at in your investing journey. Whether you're trying to get your first deal or scale your company, Future Flipper can help. We have courses, coaching, and events for all levels of investors. So if you want to take the next step, go to futureflipper.com and book a free consultation to see how we can best help you. Once again, that's futureflipper.com. If you've ever wanted to invest with me on my real estate deals, it's now possible. At Pineda Capital, we're purchasing value-add real estate all across the country. This includes multifamily, commercial, and land development. The best part is with my network, social media presence, and marketing strategies, we're able to get the very best deals that others don't have access to. You can join in with me on those deals if you're an accredited investor. If you want to learn more, head over to PinedaCapital.com to see our current opportunities. Once again, that's PinedaCapital.com. Welcome to The Ryan Pineda Show. Where our mission is to invest. I only expect to make money in things that I understand. Innovate. It's about believing in the future and thinking that the future will be better than the past. And inspire. I am much more likely to hit my goal just due to putting it out there. Now rocking with the best. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Ryan Pineda Show. Today, I've got somebody that I actually just met today, but we've been talking for a little bit, and I have many mutual friends with this man. And after talking to him before this podcast, we've got a lot of things in common that uh, I'm really excited to talk about. But um, this guy, he's written coming up on his second book, right? Third, but third book, yeah. Seven Rules to Seven Figures, and it's coming out here what day? 19th. So it might be already out when they watch yeah, this. October 19th. This book is going to be really cool. We're going to talk about it. Um, but on top of that, he has been a bestseller on his other book, Six Months to Six Figures. He's been on public stages speaking. He's led sales organizations. He's also the owner of the Game Changers Academy. And uh, I got none other than Peter Vug. What's up, man? How you doing, man? Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. So first off, man, give people a little rundown of who you are, who don't know you. First, it's weird to he it's it's still weird to hear the intro about what I do and speaking in the book. I'm from a super small town of six thousand people, so I, I didn't have really any guidance. I had no inspiration. You tell me I was going to make six figures when I'm younger, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, I, I thought people that made six figures were like billionaires when I was growing <laughs> up. So I'm a small town kid at heart, man, with a lot of ambition. I'm a family man first, a husband first, um, a dad first, and a businessman second. But my, my story is really a lot of trials, tribulations, a lot of failures. I started an eBay business when I was 15, started hiring friends, started making good money in high school. But because every single person, including my family, was like, ah, oh, you can't do that. That's not a normal job. You got to actually get a normal job. That's yeah. just like extra play money. What so were you selling on eBay? 
Uh, Jordans, okay. shoes, Were you drop shirts. shipping? Or yeah. What? Okay. And I was doing, I mean, thinking back, I still don't remember how I heard about eBay. But the story for me was I used to do construction with my dad. He had a construction, uh, he was doing construction, so I would help him. And my friends would work for him all day, and, and they were making six, seven bucks an hour. And one day I checked one of the shoes I had on eBay, and I had made $91, which is not a ton. But my friend just worked eight hours that day and made 60 <laughs> So I'm like 15 how did I just make $90 in, in five minutes? And my friend just worked his butt off for eight hours and made 60. So I was like, something's going on here. I want to be an entrepreneur. But it got beat out of me because of my society where I was. It's like, that's not normal. You have to get a normal job. So I got a normal job valeting cars. Of course, hated it. Quit after three months and finally found sales uh, when I was 20, 21 and worked my way up. Love sales. Love the ability to be able to create my income based on what I wanted, not based on what someone else wanted. And worked my way up, became a, a district manager up in Seattle, Washington, and built a sales team. Uh, first year, I was struggling, stressed, frustrated. I dropped out of my business school senior year and built a sales team from then on. Uh, just shifted my perspective, and that's where I went from broke to six figures by really investing in myself, finding the right mentors, and was able to build my sales team from zero to, to a million, the quickest the company had ever seen. Then I built it over $10 million. Went from broke to making three or 400K at 23, 24 years old. Uh, <laughs> didn't know what to do with the money. My parents have been in real estate, so finally realized I should start investing some of this. Invested some in real estate at 20, 24, 25. Uh, did that for a couple of years. Loved building a culture. Loved the ability to kind of create a sales team and, and ability to inspire and help people. But one day in my office, I was, I was inspiring. We didn't really have too much social media then, but... I was running a key staff meeting with like 20, 30 people. And I was like, I, I need to reach more people. So that's when I stopped doing that, became a full-time entrepreneur, wrote the book, Six Months to Six Figures. That blew up. I, I Wait, so you just quit that company, quit the company that was making you three, 400 grand a year. And you were like, I'm writing a book. And I was working 20 hours a week because I had everything delegated. So I'm making 385 a year. Why not just write the book while, you know, you're not working that much. Why did you have to quit? I don't know. It was a mission. I don't know. It, it, it's <laughs> something inside me was like, there's still a cap. I, I need to do my own thing. It's, 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 it's not something I can really explain. I felt like my magnitude of mission was just growing. I did do part of it was writing it while I was, do, while I was transitioning out, but I wanted to be full-time entrepreneur. And I didn't write the book six months to six figures thinking I have these six steps I'm going to share. It was after I did it that I realized like, wow, I, I actually have a process that I help people create six figures in sales and I need to get this out there. I was losing sleep. I wanted to write a book to help people because I realized I, I couldn't impact people while I was sleeping and I wanted it to be out there. Wasn't an author, never wrote a book, didn't know how to write, just figured it out. And now it's at almost eight, over 800,000 copies. So it's crazy. That's crazy. And that's where I got all my speaking booked from. So a book really can change your life. I had already gotten results. So I recommend people get results before they write a book because these days a lot of people write books without getting results. Right. Um, but that book blew me up. We started the Game Changers Academy because I had a passion for connecting entrepreneurs to other entrepreneurs. And I had a, a, a unique ability to connect with anybody in the industry and bring them to help the, the young entrepreneurs. Uh, that blew up and I continued just to impact and inspire, man. So I went through a lot of challenges and failures, but now my number one focus is to help people kind of build a life on their terms where they have the ability to have freedom, have an actual lifestyle they're proud of. Because I have a lot of friends that I've connected with that are making so much money. I talked to someone last week making $65 million a month. <laughs> a month. Not, not a year, a month. Yeah. But they have no freedom. Stressed out, anxiety, frustrated, a thousand employees. It's like, I don't want that lifestyle. Yeah. And I just see that too much. So my obsession has been 
um, helping people kind of build a business that allows them to have some freedom because you live once and I want people to build a business the right way based on their values versus yeah. what a lot of people are doing. No, I love that, man. And that's why uh, I was excited to talk to you after, uh, you know, we had our pre pre talk before this, because one of the constant themes on this podcast is freedom, right? Like, man, you know, making money is great, but really the money is not what you're after. It's the freedom, right? You don't want to work the nine to five. You want to be able to drive the car you want. You want to live in the house you want. And like that stuff does require money, but what's the cost to making that money, right? Sure. How much time do you got to put in? How much stress, anxiety, all that? And if you can figure out how to have, say, all the things you want as far as, you know, the vacations, the time, the, you know, even the material things, right? Mm -hmm. If you can get all that while working the least amount of time and even while you work, if you do what you love, like that's the ultimate winning recipe for yourself. And then, you know, if your job allows you to help a bunch of people as well, then you're killing it. And that's what I feel like social media does is like, dude, it can make me money. I can work on my time. I can impact a ton of people. I make more than enough that I have everything I've ever wanted. Like, it's great. And I feel like that's kind of what your mission is at Game Changers. 100%. And you're still here working. We don't have to do this podcast. Neither of us have to do this podcast, but we love impacting and inspiring. I had a, I had a moment, Ryan, too, when I was in sales where I was doing well in sales myself and someone went on field training. They watched me go do a sales presentation and they said, oh my gosh, I'm missing certain things. How you did this? I love how you did this. I was going to quit. Uh, my mom's going through evictions and all these things. And because I watched your presentation, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. And that kid made six figures the next year. And I realized at that moment, I almost get more fulfillment helping other people live their dreams and build their lifestyles and, and build their businesses and help them make money and success for their family than I do succeeding myself. And yeah. I think if you can help enough people, you'll be taken care of. Well, yeah. I mean, once you reach your level of what you want, then it's like, what's next? Giving back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so I'm curious though, uh, with game changers, you know, I've got my company future flipper, right? We teach people how to invest in real estate. And when you think about it though, Investing in real estate is just a way to achieve freedom. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm so passionate about real estate just being this awesome. Th it's just like, no, like, dude, real estate investing can make you a lot of dough. You can delegate it. It's always going to be around. It's, you know, foolproof. Like, it will always be there. And it's I'll, created the most millionaires, too. It's created the yeah. most millionaires. Like, dude, I can give you the blueprint. This is what's made me a millionaire. It's what's given me freedom. And it can do the same for you. But in the end, right? The goal is the freedom. It's not the millions or whatever. So like with Game Changers, I'm curious because it's so entrepreneurial based, I've thought about like, man, how do I give back to, uh, I guess, the general entrepreneur, not just only real estate? Like, how are you guys training these entrepreneurs up? Because they're coming from a wide range of, you know, different things. So we have different levels. The first thing I would say is we have an application process where we have to accept them. So we have thousands of members that every single person that's got onto their academy had to be accepted. So we make sure that we can help them what their focus is, what their business is, and if they don't have a business, what level's best for them. So we have a process for each level that makes sense based on where they're at. 
So what we teach, the, the end result, we help them network with the right people and we give them kind of like a million dollar network overnight. And we have guest speakers every month. So whether it's like Tim Ferriss, whether it's David Goggins, whether it's Robert Kiyosaki, whatever, we have guest speakers that kind of help them every, every month kind of mentor them. And then I do networking calls every month. We do live mastermind calls. So really it's a community they have. And the process of the academy is how to figure out what's best for your strengths and how to monetize and maximize your unique abilities. So we teach them how to figure out what industry to get in based on their strengths and based on what their passions are mm. and based on what their goals are. Because people are like, how'd you do seven figures? That's not important. Yeah, my skills are different, my the, passions are 100%. different. Yeah. The important thing is, what are you best at? What do you feel like you do the best with the least amount of effort? That's your gift. Yeah. How to harness your gift. Because it's like people are obsessed with like, when I was struggling and I was broke, Ryan, I asked everybody I knew, including the society I was around, my hometown, I'm, I'm broke, I need to figure out what am I doing wrong. Guess what every one of them said? Work what? more. <laughs> work harder. Not, not adjust what you're doing or look at different opportunities. Work more. I'm yeah. like, I'm working 60 hours. Then I went up to 80 hours. I didn't get the results I wanted. Then I realized it's not about just the hard work. It's about what you put in the hours. And that was a big breakthrough for me because my whole life is like, just work hard. It's like, dude, washing machines work hard. Yeah. Working hard doesn't guarantee any type of How success. How many hard workers do me and you both know that are struggling? Right. So it's like, you just got to figure that on your own, I guess. But realize... Most of the millionaires that I've connected with when I was making six figures, I was working way more than them. Right. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I have, I have a system. I have a foundation. Yeah. I have a team. I duplicate myself. I was like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah. So that's cool that you guys are doing that. What would you say is like the most recommended industries you guys are giving these like newer entrepreneurs? Oh, that's a good question. Um, there's been a lot of e-commerce. There has been a lot of s marketing agencies, social media type stuff. Yep. There's been real estate. There's been the coaching industry. Um, a lot of people have, have written best-selling books. Nice. It just depends on, yeah, it's tough to, that, that'd be a good survey to do with our, with our team. It'd be tough to figure out, as Horace in here, he would know. It'd be tough to figure out exactly, but it's, it's a mix of Everything is online. Yeah. Nothing is offline, which is crazy. Yeah, you guys so aren't doing brick and mortar. No, whether it's coaching, whether it's social media marketing, whether it's sales, whether it's direct sales, connecting them with a company. Yeah. Um, or whether it's them starting their own business. We've helped people become speakers if that's their gift and they, they're great at speaking. So it it's really a variety. Yeah. No, I love that. Everything's I, online, though. Yeah, for me, I would totally recommend the same thing to anyone listening to this. Um you know, when I got into real estate, I mean, real estate is fantastic. I love it. But guess what? You know, it requires a lot of capital, requires a lot of labor, you know, construction, all these things. And, you know, I'll teach you how to do all that. You don't need your own money. You don't need to be the one fixing the houses. Yep. But the business itself is very, you know, difficult when you think about it that way. Whereas I'm in these other businesses now, I'm in the e-commerce space. We are creating drop shipping stores for people now, just like you're doing when you're 15. <laughs> you know, that business is still going on. Which is crazy. 15 plus years later, and uh, it's bigger than ever now. More e-commerce than ever. So I love that you're pushing people to e-com. Uh, you know, the social media marketing agencies, I've talked about that before on YouTube. Like, it's a great opportunity. My team right now, I spend $40,000 a month on my team for social media. You telling me like you couldn't get a career with me some way, for somehow, sure. or any other influencer or business person who wants to have influence, like the opportunities are endless to do social media for other people if you understand it. Um, 
you know, the marketing agencies with Facebook ads and all these things, I think that's fantastic. And I just think it's smart for any entrepreneur today to go digital because your reach is unlimited. The risk is significantly lower. Like it just makes, to me, it makes no more sense to even pursue brick and mortar businesses. Especially if you value freedom. Yeah. And like you said, people on your team, I bet you a lot of people on your team showed value first or reached out to you and said, I want to work with you. And you're like, okay, so does everyone else. Show me what you can do. And they showed you. A lot of people don't realize how easy it is. If you master your craft, if you get good at something that's relevant, if you get good at something that adds value to somebody like you, it's a, it's the easiest to get a job ever. If you show them what you can do. Yep. People just don't understand that. If you're good enough, the money's going to find you. Yeah. Every single person, almost everyone on my team, uh, reached out to me and showed me what they could do. They said, let me let me add some value. Let me show you what I could do for your company. Yeah. I'm like, well, everyone says that. We put them through some hoops. They jump through for 30 days or a month. I'm like, wow, this person's valuable. I'd love to pay you. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that because almost every business I've ever started has been because somebody else showed me value or sparked my yeah, interest in it. Sure. So it's like the e-commerce business, I was not looking to do e-com. I didn't want to start one. And all of a sudden, you know, my now partner was like, hey, let me show you some value. Let me create you a store and show you it's legit. And he did. The store made money. I'm like, dang, okay. And let's look. But there's nothing he could have said to you. He showed you. He showed me. Yeah, he he could talk to you for three weeks. You're like, okay. And I've heard people talk about e-com for a year. It ain't nothing new. I'm like, I don't care, dude. I'm a real estate guy. And he's like, dude, I used to be a real estate guy too until I got into e-com. And like, he still is doing real estate, but like, he showed me, like you're saying. And- you know, a new thing we're up to is uh, doing some development projects, um, not only on my own personal house, but an office space. Um, we're looking at doing some spec homes. And this wasn't anything that I hadn't heard of before. I've heard of spec home. Obviously, I've sold them. But I've never really thought about developing them myself. Well, one of these, um, one of my students actually in my coaching program was like, hey, Ryan, why aren't you doing development? And I said, well, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm busy. I got a lot of crap going on, right? Like to start a whole Tell new, me why I should. yeah, to do a whole new division is pretty tough. And he's like, I will literally do it all. Like I will handle it. Like, and he goes, here's some things. Here's the numbers here. And I said, okay, these numbers look pretty freaking good. Like this is all right. Now it's worth my time. And I was like, what is needed from me? And so he says, this is all you got to do. It's like, not really anything different than you're currently doing. You just have to do this. And I said, all right, well, let's start developing. But he showed me and like- You're giving people the exact blueprint on how to reach you and how to actually add value to you and make money with you. Yeah. It's just people don't do it. We might, it you might work. end up working for me. You might be my partner. Yeah. You might be, dude, the, the, I'm always open to new opportunities. If you could find a way that like makes my and life better. You're, and, not, you're open-minded. I'm which open. Which is why you're so successful. Yeah. yeah. It's probably why I'm going to have way too many businesses. But, but one, of the, <laughs> one of the rules, you're bringing it up perfectly. One of the rules is like, you have to build a world-class circle of genius and area, like a network. A lot of people don't have the right network. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel like building the right network of clients, of customers, of friends, of mentors is like the hugest key. One of the biggest breakthroughs I had, and maybe you've had something similar where I used to bang my head against the wall trying to figure out what my next move was or figure out how to make this business work or figure out how to do this or this. And once I realized I didn't have to do that, I could just call my network and they could help me and it speeds up the learning curve. Yeah. Life got so much easier. And now that I have kids, I have to tell myself I will be disciplined instead of working all the time. Yeah. So every time I have an issue, my team deals with it or I call my network and they help me with the answer. So I think that old adage of like, figure everything out yourself is just, 
that's old school. It's going to yeah, trip stupid. up your progress. Yeah, I think that's super dumb. I uh, agree. Everything I do now, I really don't try to learn it myself. Yeah, you don't need to. No, I'm like, dude, who knows this? Who's already, like, just give me the answers or do it for me. But like, someone could say to you, old school, like, yeah, but you got to know your business in and out. You could say, I do know my business, but all the other ones I don't want to know. Well, and the other thing is, too, even, like, take uh, flipping houses, for example. I still don't know how to put in a toilet or put up drywall. I couldn't tell you how to do it. And I've bought hundreds of homes, and I, I have no idea. So you don't need to know every aspect of everything. There's no there's no uh, reward in, in just being this all-knowing. Sure. You, like, there's reward in, like, being really good at one thing. I, well, I think one of the biggest issues that kill entrepreneurs' progress is overload, mastery versus overload, where they're so overloaded with information, they don't take any action. Yeah. They read so much, they study so much, they're obsessed with consuming, they never produce, and they're confused why they're not getting results. Yeah. I, I know like, a ton. Yeah. And I feel like when you're overwhelmed, you seek distraction subconsciously. So it's like they trick themselves in thinking, I need to read more. It's like, yes, you should study, but you got to execute what you learn. If you don't execute what you learn, you're going to be stuck in the same spot. Yeah. I'll tell you a quick tip uh, for anyone listening is when I go to learn a new skill, it's because I believe like this skill is very important. Um, not only right now, this moment, but for the long term, right? So like one thing I've been learning about are, or sorry, reading and learning more about is copywriting, right? Like I have copywriters that can do that for me, but it is a skill very I feel is very skill. valuable I need to learn it myself because the way I speak on camera, the way that, you know, I create titles and subject lines and all this is, I'm going to use it the rest of my life. So it is a skill worth learning for me. So funny. One of the, I talk about one of the most, some of the most important skills you can learn. That's one of them. There we go. So you're smart. You know what? Now that we're talking about that. So you've got this book, seven rules to seven figures. Okay. Guys, by the time this podcast release, it's going to be out on Amazon. Go buy it. Um, an amazing book. He's already sold 800,000 copies of, you know, six months to six figures. And this is going to be as good too. So I want to hear just what this book is about and why people should buy it. But first, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Have you ever wanted to invest in real estate, but you didn't have the time to find deals yourself? That's where Fundrise comes in. Fundrise is a crowdfunding platform that has transacted over $5 billion in real estate and has over 150,000 active investors. While many funds, like my own, require accredited investors, Fundrise allows anyone to invest with as little as $500. If you'd like to learn more, check out Fundrise.com. Once again, that's Fundrise.com. Are you looking to find off-market real estate deals? One of the best tools my team uses is Batch Leads. With Batch Leads, you're able to pull data, manage lists, and send text messages. On top of that, you can get nationwide access to the MLS to get pictures and comps. My team has used Batch Leads to get some of our best deals, so I know it works. If you want to start today, you can get half off your first month by going to batchleads.io and using the promo code RYAN. Once again, that's batchleads.io, promo code RYAN for half off your first month. Now, back to the show. All right. So, dude, sell me on this book. Why should somebody buy it? So, if you really value freedom, you value family, and you value financial success, there's no better blueprint to get you there because I've been doing that for years. And I feel like if you've built a $100 million business and you have no lifestyle you're inspired by, you did it wrong. And this is for me being in the trenches the last 15 years of really trying to figure it out. And I realized making six figures, I couldn't get the seven figures doing more of what got me six. It's a different mentality. It's a different state of mind. It's a different set of rules. 
And these based off the last 15 years, based off interviewing three or 400 millionaires, based off all of the experiences I've been through, these are the seven rules that can guarantee and solidify someone a successful business over seven figures while they have freedom, flexibility, and they keep their values intact. And it's from being in the trenches, it's no BS, it's tactical. Every single chapter, Ryan, has an execution plan so people can focus on getting addicted to outcomes and results, not information and knowledge. And it's something that I feel like is needed at the highest level because there's not a lot of blueprints that help people figure out who they are, what business to start, and then how to monetize that as well and do it in a way that has freedom and flexibility. Right. That's why I feel like people should get it. If they, if they value freedom over security, if they really want to build a successful business they're proud of, but do it in a way that allows them to flourish and allows them to have some autonomy, I don't think there's a better blueprint out because yeah. I've done it and I've taught people how to do it, which is where that came from. I love that, dude. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's the business without the freedom is just, I it's see a job. it too much. I see it too much. It's a job. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Uh, it's not worth it. So this give me is a little step by step too, where like if you skip some steps, you might not build the ideal business on your terms. Right. So it's just the steps to actually figure out how to do it. And there's also a, a nine to five escape plan. Like we talked before, uh, before we were live, 42 million people quit their job last month. What are they going to do? Yeah. That's crazy. Real estate maybe, but it's like, yeah. this is a blueprint. It's like, this is exactly how you have to do it. And one thing I'm obsessed with is the average person spends 91,000 hours uh, in their life working, whatever they do for a living. And 76% of those people hate what they do. They're, <laughs> they're disengaged and they can't stand going to work. Yeah. So the majority of people walking around in society, 76% hate what they do and don't have passion the majority of their life. Scary. And they just wait till their backs against the wall to grow. It's like, I don't want people to wait till their backs against the wall. Yeah. Take some action now. Yeah. No, it's crazy, dude. So give me a little preview. Like what, what's one of the rules? Pick one. All right, let's go. Hold on guys. I'm going to go. I'll tell you the first one. Cause it's important. World-class self-awareness. Okay. What you don't know about yourself controls your life. So I went on a journey Two years ago, I consumed the least amount of content. I watched one podcast. I had one mentor. I took one course. I consumed the least amount, but I figured myself out at the highest level. So I took the year off from consuming a lot, and I studied who I was, my strengths, my weaknesses, what I wanted, my values. Most successful year of my life, hands down. Best results, most money, most success, most freedom, most family time, most enjoyment, because I knew myself. A lot of people don't know themselves. They're like a mix of everyone's opinions, everyone's expectations. When you truly know yourself, one of the reasons I like connecting with you is you know yourself. I know a lot of influencers that have millions of followers that are out there crushing it. They don't know themselves. And yeah. you can tell. Right. And it's, it, for me, it's like you want to get to the end of your life and not knowing yourself. I think that's the biggest tragedy. So that's why that chapter is like the first chapter. It's like if you don't know yourself, you're always going to choose the wrong industry. You're going to have that grass is greener mentality and you're never going to actually build a real business that's based on your strengths and what you want. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. One of the things that we do at Future Flipper is anytime someone joins my all-star coaching we give them what's called the predictive index. And the predictive index is a personality test that pretty much just tells you who you are. Strengths, too. And, yeah, strengths, weaknesses. It's like, look, we all have strengths and weaknesses. So for me, anytime I hire somebody, I give them that same test because I want to know that they have the personality for this role. Now, look, you can have the wrong personality for a role and still be very successful, but you probably don't enjoy you it. You won't like it. You won't like for it. sure. 
But if you get somebody whose personality is fit for that role, they're going to crush it. They're going to love it. They're going to come to work every day and be hyped. And I, I give that to our students because I want them to know who they are. Mm -hmm. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you think that, oh, I have to be the CEO, the boss. And it's like, you might not be, yeah. you know, that takes a very certain type of, you know, personality. You've got to be a leader. You've got to be fearless. You've got to be willing to take risk. The CEO has to have big vision and thick you, skin, yeah. thick skin, yeah. handle criticism. You might be better as a COO type person. You might be behind the scenes, handling the details, manage, managing people. You just don't know, you know? So I tell this to people all the time because like in real estate anyway, right? We're obsessed with getting deals and sales. So it's like everyone thinks I got to become a better sales guy. And you were in sales. So, you know, there are some people that just <laughs> no matter how hard they try, they ain't going to be great at it. Like they it's can not become, personality. it's just not their, their characteristic. It's and like, they shouldn't take that personal. They yeah. should realize they have strengths that other people look at them like, Oh my gosh, you're amazing. Yep. They're probably people just don't great get at the details. Yeah. And you're like, Hey dude, that's huge. Play to your strengths. Yeah. So, and they, it, it all goes back to chapter one. You're talking about being self-aware. Yeah. And most people have no idea. They're like, oh, I don't know that Ryan started a podcast. I should start a podcast. Yeah. Like, Dude, you don't know you all the me. reasons why you're doing it. Too. Yeah. And knowing yourself, look what you're wearing. Yeah. Look what I'm wearing. Yeah, I don't have chilling. a suit. I wore a suit for, for a majority of my life, but I, there's a story in there about me speaking at Success Live, which is the biggest speaking event in entrepreneurship. There's 3,000 people in the crowd, and I'm the only speaker. I have jeans and a T-shirt on, and I have, my organ, <laughs> I, have my, I have an organ boy hat on. I've seen everything you do. You're wearing a hat, man. What's yeah. up with that? I just like my hat. I usually have an organ boy hat, but I wore it yesterday. Um, <laughs> I can't wear a hat now because my hair has become my brand. I like, I like I, your hair. I, I told him, I go, yeah, he has blue hair. And then I come and it's not blue. <laughs> I know. I, I keep changing Quit it. switching it. I know. So I'm, I'm just going to pick one rule at random, dude, and tell me what this means to you. So I like this one. World-class branding and it. positioning. I mean, branding is kind of what tells the customer what to buy. Positioning is like why they buy. I think positioning is the most powerful tool you can have in entrepreneurship, how people view you. And the whole purpose of business is creating raving fans. That's the whole purpose. People don't understand that. Right. If you can create raving fans, the more raving fans you have, the more successful your business. And if you can document and leverage those raving fans online so people can see what your company does for them and you know your audience like nobody else, you will thrive in this new economy. And that chapter dives into how to brand and how to position your business where it's unique, it's different, and you are the leading authority. I think the worst thing, tell me if I'm wrong and, and see what your perspective is on this. The worst thing you can be in this new economy is just another. Yeah. I have people every day. I became a real estate agent. I'm like, so did everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? What makes you different? So like the worst thing you could be is just another author, just another speaker, just another coach, just another mortgage broker. So I teach people how to break above the noise, rise above and actually figure out how they're the go-to person versus... Them chasing people, people come to them. That's why that chapter is so important. Because if you're not positioned well, I, I feel like you're going to have to always chase clients and it's really hard because you get burnout. Yeah. So it's like that. I, I can't, I mean, uh, we could talk about that for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's no, the importance. You, you're great at positioning. I see it. That's how I, I yeah. learned about you. People just don't understand the power of social media and positioning their business. Yeah. No, I actually had a um, meeting with my realtors. <laughs> it's funny you bring them up. Like, dude, do you want to just be another realtor? Why would I hire you, right? And I actually did a YouTube video about this. I'll, I'll link to it down below so you guys can watch it. But it was about USP, unique selling proposition. Yep. And it's like, yo, why would I pick you 
out of all the 20,000 realtors here in Las Vegas, what makes you unique? And then, you know, you, you hear generic things of like, well, you know, I'm honest. I knew it. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I have integrity. I'm going to treat my client the best. It's like, dude, you know that when you sign the realtor code of conduct, uh, you agreed to do those things. Like that's the bare minimum. If your USP includes <laughs> what you should be doing, it's not a USP. Exactly. For sure. So it's like, what makes you unique and different? Um, and if you are unique, everyone has unique characteristics. Like let it be known with your branding exactly. and your positioning. So people know, oh, guess what? If I have, or if I'm looking for investments in Las Vegas, I know that Ryan is the guy. That dude is the investing king. Yeah, here's why. Yep. Here's his track record. Here's proof documented. Here's everything you need to know. This guy knows investing mm -hmm. like no other. And I've kind of branded myself that way here in Las Vegas. And then it's led to opening up a fund. So like at Pineda Capital now, we're buying big deals across the country. But like, you know, I didn't just start buying big deals over the country. It's like I built my reputation, my USP locally. And then, you know, we're expanding it nationwide. The problem is people people that follow you see all you do and they instantly go, I can't do that. Yeah. It's like you didn't start building seven companies at once yesterday. Right. People just don't realize that. They see us sometimes. They see me on stage. It's like I, I was just like you. I was sitting in the back of the room like I could never speak on stage. Yeah. And it just slowly you continue to progress. You continue to invest in yourself, continue to build and go through failures and here you are. Well, one thing I want to tell people too who um, – you know, and by the way, if you're still listening, make sure you, you know, go give, go hit the subscribe button or hit the like Better button. Better still be listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit that like button. You know, we need some more subscribers and stuff. But uh, one thing I'll say is I constantly have underestimated my own capabilities. So I want you to guys to know, like you said, you never thought you were going to make six figures, right? You grew up in a small town and you're like, dude, if I made six figures, this would be nuts. <laughs> I was the same way. Like I was saying, dude, when I first started flipping couches as part of my story, um, it was the first time I ever made significant money. And I did not make six figures for the first time in my life until I was 27. And wow. I did not, I just was like, dude, I cannot believe I made six figures. This is crazy. Was and, a millionaire when you were younger, like out of reach? Like you're like, no way. Well, uh, sort of. I thought I was going to be a millionaire from playing baseball. So okay, that was it. always my dream. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be in the big leagues. I'm going to make millions. It's tight. And then once baseball was over, I was like, oh. yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know how I'm going to make money. I didn't even have self-awareness that I was an entrepreneur. So, you know, I, I ended up making six figures and then, you know, I made seven figures for the first time. And I was just like, holy crap, I can't believe I just did that. And I'll be pretty certain by in 2022, you know, we'll do over eight figures. And I'm just like, that's crazy. Even still. I would never believe but that it's step by step though. And that's the point I want to make yeah. to everybody is like, look, it, it takes steps. You're never going to just, unless you're delusional where you're like, yep, I'm an eight figure entrepreneur it's like tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hey, chill out, dude. Like it's cool There's to a have lot of kids like that though. I see them. I'm going like, to be the next Facebook. It's like, no, nah. no, nah, just like, let's, let's just get a blog up and going real quick. You know, like, let's just, let's start your YouTube channel first. So yeah, you start developing more faith as you have more success. You know, you clear that hurdle of, of making six figures. You're like, great. Then you clear that hurdle of making half a million, a million. You become a millionaire. And it's just like over time. And then, honestly, you start to become more self-aware as you do more things to get more experience. And you start to understand what you truly want, yeah. like what What's fulfills your needs you. yeah. and how far you really want to take it. 
because as I've gone along the journey, I've thought a lot about it and I'm like, could I ever take a public or a company public? And I start thinking about what it would do to my life. I'm like, man, I'd have to, you know, move potentially I had the exact same experience. Yeah. I'd have to, you know, report to, you know, all these investors and I have to put in all these hours and, you know, I have to like push for growth nonstop. Your kids are like 12, 13. And you want to go to basketball games, baseball games. And you, you can't have to do all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I could ever do it. Like, yeah. why would I do it? My whole goal. I mean, I remember when I started making seven figures, I'm like, dude, I'm making billions. I'm going to crush this industry. But then I got married, had kids. <laughs> I still have massive ambition and I have huge goals. But if I don't become a million a billionaire, I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to make that sacrifice because yeah. family and flexibility and freedom is important. Some young kids, like, oh, you don't want to be a billionaire? Oh, you're, it's like, no, no, no. I just know myself and I know I have a path of that and I feel like it takes a lot of sacrifice. Right. You have to know what you want and then be willing to give up to get what you want. A lot of people aren't willing to give up to get what they want. Right, right. And I think the thing you should think about too for anyone listening is if you do have this goal of being, let's just say a billionaire, okay? Like let's say our next thing is like, look, let's develop a plan to become a billionaire. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking in this box that is like been the path to becoming a billionaire. You go public, you you know, have to work all these hours, but like there might be a much easier way to be a billionaire that I'm not thinking about. Right. If I would have bought, you know, all this Bitcoin 10 years ago, <laughs> true. I would have been a billionaire and yeah. I would have like chilled and coasted there. Yeah. So with technology and all these things, there might be far easier paths to becoming a billionaire. And it's something I've been thinking about too. It's like, man, you know, NFTs and all these, this stuff are so big and I believe they're going to continue to get bigger. You know, there's going to be billions of dollars going into that. How is there like an easy path for me to create value in that market? So, yeah. And um, I, and I think yeah. there will be too. Billions a strong number, but I feel like there is everything has changed. I think it's like adapt or die now where th what we what we do right now could not be done 20 years ago. No. And I know I know 18, 19 year olds making millions right now and I know broke 50 year olds. How does that happen? It's just the new economy. It's like age has become irrelevant where with the NFTs, we had a kid in, a, in our academy that made $1.7 million with crypto this yeah. last six months. Crazy. Quit his job. He was a nurse, quit his job. Now he's full-time teaching crypto, talking about crypto, retired. It's like, yeah, you never know what's going to happen with crypto. If you really study and become obsessed, you can make some good money. <laughs> NFTs too. crazy money. You know what I mean? So I, I agree. There could be a path to billions that are that's faster than like the old Jeff Bezos way. Well, and two, it's like, okay, you're seeing a lot of people become billionaires through apps, right? Yeah. You know, you make an app with this small team and all of a sudden people just love it. It goes viral. Yeah. Like the ability to go viral in today's world gives you an edge unlike any time in history where it's like, dude, it just gets shared enough. Uh, your product all of a sudden, that, that company just went yeah. through the roof. But people don't realize how many apps fail though. Right. So they're like, oh, that app went crazy. Um, what's that one app that was big on Twitter spaces? What's the one that was like? We just talked about that got huge and like kind of just shut down spaces is kind of no. like their clubhouse clubhouse that's what it was yeah yeah clubhouse clubhouse went crazy and then i don't know where is it still going <laughs> i don't i i never liked clubhouse to begin with yeah I said it, that went, a million it went times. crazy then it just died so it's <laughs> like there's so many apps that go crazy vine and stuff and it just dies right right so it's like but then there's a lot of fail ones no one knows about so it's tricky with that industry but if you hit right I've seen people make 500 million to a billion. Yeah. Well, and too, uh, I was reading the book on Instagram and just the story of how it started. And uh, the app that is now Instagram was called Bourbon. 
Okay. These guys, the the founder of Instagram started an app called Bourbon. He got a bunch of investors. Um, Some of them were, uh, you know, these big guys, I forget their names, but um, they invested in it. And actually Twitter got pissed because they wanted to buy it. Speaking of them, and um, they double crossed or Instagram kind of double crossed them and went to Facebook. But long story short, they were bourbon. It was whatever. Like it was literally like a drinking app or something. And then they started sharing photos and they were like, hey, people know that. Yeah, they're like, people really like the photos. And they started just thinking they're like, "Okay, we're going to rebrand this app as Instagram and it's going to be a photo sharing app. And then boom, like starts getting traction. People love sharing photos. And then. You know, they really did not want to uh, do video because they were like, we're only photo. We're only photo. They reluctantly did video as they saw the world changing. And now I recently saw Instagram say, we're not a photo app. Like we are all in on reels, IGTV, stories. Like we want video. So it's just, it goes to show that what you start today could end up evolving into something totally totally different. As this world evolves, man. You almost have to be adaptive and pivot. You have to. And I'm seeing that now more than ever with um, all these, just the way tech and social media and these companies are moving at such a high rate, you cannot be slow to pivot. You'll be left behind. It it really is an adapt or die economy. It's like scary. How many people just don't pivot and they're done. Yeah. Like right when the pandemic hit in March, last March, I reached out to like, 15 of the most successful people I knew. Kiyosaki, Bedros Koulian, Patrick Bet David, uh, Ryan Blair, just these, these killers in business. And I talked to all of them about the pandemic. I wanted to create something for my audience, like how can we get people through this? And all of them had already pivoted. Yeah, they're already, already moving. They weren't like, um, we're thinking, we're having meetings. We already pivoted. Right. So that t- tells you 99% of the business world, right when the pandemic hit, didn't pivot yet. Right. But I talked to these elite performers, they already pivoted. Yeah. I mean, my pivot was I started a YouTube channel, a TikTok, and it, it was a good pivot. Yeah. Um, speaking of the the pandemic real quick, I know uh, we're coming short on time, but uh, I had my friend John Acuff on, you know, speaker, just like yourself. Um, and he was telling me how, you know, his speaking fee is 30,000 bucks for an hour. And you were telling me you're very similar. And I was like, man, I got to start speaking, man. <laughs> like these, I'm over here, you know, talking for free to the camera. It is fun. Speaking but is fun. But you love it. And uh you know, how did the pandemic affect your speaking career and everything? Yeah, so I already was kind of turning down speeches because I had two kids. I had a kid, and then I had my second kid, so it wasn't a big deal because we were they were still doing a lot of Zoom stuff. So honestly, there were some Zoom meetings I was getting paid highly, and I'm like, wow, I don't have to leave my house. This is great. I don't have to fly, and I'm getting paid. So it it I mean it was great. And I, but I missed the interaction. I miss the, the live the crowd, the crowd. And I miss the, the f- people love the footage, the day in the life type stuff. So I miss it, but I had to adapt. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it, it definitely like, I wasn't speaking as much and, but I got a chance to be with my family. So I'm always thinking of ways to, to things happen for me, not to me. And I was like, well, this is a good time to get closer to the family, create better content. Think about my next business moves. Me and my business manager talked a lot. So it's just like, it worked out. But it was tricky at first. I'm like, I'm not going to be speaking on stage for the next yeah. year. One thing the pandemic taught me was that time you said where me and my manager were speaking a lot because we were all forced into this time <laughs> of, hey, we're in reflection. We can't yeah, for, do can't a do lot anything. of the things we wanted to do. And so I really reflected on my life and the future and what I wanted to do. And it was fantastic. And it made me think like, man, I need to do that way more often. For sure. 
We all need to have self-reflection to really get step one of this. I wrote most self-awareness. Yeah, I agree. It was amazing, man. Yeah, man. So tell me, um, dude, as we wrap up, where can people find you? Where can they? uh, I'm all over, just like you. Social media at Peter J Vug on Instagram. Uh, They can get the book. I believe we put a ton of cool bonuses at SevenRulesBook.com. They can get it on Amazon as well. I'm on YouTube, Facebook. They can find me. Seven rules is seven um, spelled out or the number. Seven rules book. the number, just the number. Okay, cool. Yeah, they can get it there. And uh, I'm excited for them to check it out. Let me know what you think. I'd love to have them reach out to me if it's from this interview on IG or, or yeah. anywhere and let us know. Yeah, definitely hit Peter up, tag him if uh, you buy it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to read it, man. I appreciate you bringing me the early release. Back at you, man. Thank Dude. you for leading the way and, and being a world-class. I love connecting with people that crushing it in business, but they're also world-class dads and husbands first. I love people like that. That's the people I connect with the most. So much respect to you. Appreciate that, man. Well, guys, hope you enjoyed this interview. Connect with Peter. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for watching the Ryan Pineda Show. If you want to work with me, head over to ryanpineda.com. You can find my courses, coaching programs, and upcoming events. We also have free resources you can download. So head over to ryanpineda.com.